Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shape some of the people that you know, love, and follow. Today, what I thought I'd do is tackle the buyer handoff. The customer handoff to me, and I'd love to hear anybody else's experience with it. And I don't know if you've been a con on the customer side. The customer handoff process is absolutely terrible. I mean, just really think about if I'm a customer, okay? Looks like, can everybody hear me? All right, good. I just pulled up LinkedIn over there as well, too. What's up, Spencer? What's up, Ashley? Uh, good to meet you both. Um, let's see. Ashley, I don't know if we've met before. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but glad that you all joined. Uh, excited to talk about the handoff. Um, because to me, the handoff is actually one of the parts of the process that when done correctly can have a dramatic impact on the customer experience. It's actually kind of shocking to me, the, the handoff process. And, it's, and, and I know the reason why, okay? The reason why the handoff process is not great for customers is nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> like, it's like an SDR sets appointment. They're like, done. I got my comp. Salesperson closes the deal. They're like, I'm out. Uh, and then the, the, the customer is like, uh, what the, like, what just happened? You know, like I, I, our marketing team wrote part of the copy for this. It's like, you get to know this person, you have three or four meetings with them. You're talking about your dogs or your cats, or your kids or something. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, I'm out. Right. And it seems kind of silly, right. That we, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so that's why I'm excited for today's talk to give you all kind of my best practices around how do you make sure whether you're at the manager level or at the rep level? And I want to be very clear here because I want you to think about this. If you are in sales development, for example, there's a high likelihood you potentially want to be an account executive. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then you would want someone to hand you a lead that's like maybe somewhat warm, right? So today for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, uh, I'm going to break down how to fix your handoff and how to deal with different types of buyers that have different levels of intent. Because that's the real big change here, is that there's more and more buyers that are coming and having a first interaction with someone on your team. And that person, that person could tell your sales development rep or even maybe your seller, okay, so I've done this research, I did this, I've done this, I've done this, uh, can I go talk to this person? And they, they hand everyone off the exact same. It's like, well, you can, but first, I need to understand your needs a little bit more before I hand you off. Got to understand your needs a little bit more, which don't get me wrong, like I get the point of it. But someone is literally telling you, I've done my research, I've done XYZ, I've done this, I've done this. Like, can we just like maybe do that and get me and my team a demo as well, too? Like, shocking idea there, right? So I'm going to talk about those two things. How do you deal with people that have a very amount of high intent and how do we get them through the process? And then I'm just going to give you some like, general best practices around how to make the handoff process suck less. Because I don't know how many of you have been a buyer in this scenario in the last like year. I would love to hear like how many of you, you can do a thumbs up or a clap or something like have ever have been a buyer. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, 
having been a buyer, it is brutal. It is a brutal, brutal, brutal process because I literally have to, I'm forced to sit through all these levels of qualification, all these other things that are going on. And for me as a, as a uh, buyer of goods, uh, it's just a very brutal process. So first, let's talk about best practices. All right. So I'm going to give you some very tactical best practices here. Um, and I'll also just for some uh, housekeeping, I'm going to drop a couple of things in the chat here too. If any of you work in a company that's product-led growth, so if you if you work at a PLG company, you've got to tune in on Thursday. We'll be doing another one of these as well too. So tune in on Thursday, check it out. I'm going to talk all about product-led growth and what that looks like. So first step is SDR to AE. Now, a lot of you, what, what you might want to do right here is you might want to just... Um, you can comment. It's 1207 whatever, you're going to probably want to come back to this because I'm going to give you like a very simple script on how to literally take the customer experience from the SDR to salesperson from like a two to an eight. All right. And this is the script that you're going to want to use. Okay. It's very simple. Hey, Lisa. So it sounds like, you know, you're trying to, to do these things. Let's assume that it's on a cold call. If it's on an email, I'll talk about how to do that too. But let's say if you do get someone who sets a meeting on a call, the email template's not that different. So let's say on the call, it's something to the effect of, Hey, Lisa, look, really looking forward to, to our next conversation here. Based on what you've told me, I, I, I'm going to pair you up. One of our account executives has a ton of experience in financial service, insert vertical. And, and, I, and I feel like they're going to be a really great person for you to have a second conversation with. I'm going to tee them up. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take a little bit of time, walk them through what I heard today, make sure that they're ready to kind of jump into the two or three things you mentioned. But I think Henry is going to be a really good fit for you. So stay tuned. I'm going to make the intro. I'm really excited for you for the next conversation. And we'll catch up in two days. That's it. That's it. So if you just train your sales development team to say, hey, I'm really excited for this next conversation. I'm going to pair you up with someone on the team who I think is going to be able to have a really smart conversation with you about XYZ. I'm personally going to set up a little bit of time to walk them through these three areas we hit on to make sure that they're ready and prepared for that as well, to make sure that you've got a great experience. So definitely looking forward to the conversation on Thursday, and I'll get that invite over now. By the way, and then you can do the exact same thing if they respond in an email. Tell me how much more excited a buyer is that comes in with that mindset of like, oh, I'm going to talk to someone. You're going to go ahead and not waste my time. You're going to go ahead and prep with them. You're going to go ahead and tell them like the things that I actually talked about. That's it. Every SDR team, if you literally just rinse and repeat that script, you are, it is going to change the meeting, your meeting show rate. Your meeting show rate is going to go up 20 30%. It's going to change the attitude that they come in with. Right, but then guess what? You need to actually go and do the prep. So don't be lazy. Prep your people. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about. This is the SDR to sales handoff. So one is what's just something any SDR team can do to improve the quality of that next meeting. Boom! I just gave you the script. The second issue right now with the sales development to sales uh, hand, I'm gonna call it handoff, is most SDRs are trained on questions that are focused on qualification. Which, by the way, look, it's a qualification both ways. The buyer is also qualifying your SDR at the same time. And so I know a lot of teams that don't even train their SDRs in the product or anything, which is, I guess it's okay. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. But um, I think for a lot of people, um, 
you have to understand this is a two-way qualification. So it's an SDR. There's some certain things that you need to try to understand that might not be in BANT or Medic. So I'm going to give you an idea of some of the questions. This is every single company that's listening to this now. Maybe you're watching this later on YouTube or you're watching this at some future point. You're going to want to hit pause here too because every company needs to make sure that they have a sales discovery process, whether the SDRs or sales teams do it, that has these questions in it, which is to determine the level of intent the person is at. Meaning, great. And, and we did a webinar on this last week. If you want to see the highlights for that, you can go back and look at it where I gave you some very specific questions. But, but long and short of it is you want to ask questions that say, great, so how much research have you done on, you know, I'll just pick a, I don't know, let's pick a financial services payment processing tool. I don't know. So tell me how much, you know, research or how much work have you done to, to research other, you know, payment providers or other, you know, cutting edge factoring providers? Okay, you've done that. All right. Have you had a chance to review online? Do you have an idea of pricing? Like, I want to try to understand how much work or research this person's done. I'm telling you today, look, in certain industries, maybe it's very little, maybe it's five, 10, 20%. But the people that have that 20%, you want to get moving now. So if someone, you've talked to someone, they're like, yeah, I've actually already been on a couple other demos with blah, blah, blah. That should just immediately tell you this person's qualified. This person is like ready to go. If they've already done a demo and they understand pricing of your competitors, this person is active in the process. And so similar to how I gave you the one script for SDRs, here's how you're going to handle those people. So with anybody that you get, you're going to use the first script I gave you. This, this is where you're going to use a second script. Okay, so here's what I heard, Jane. It sounds like you've evaluated two competitors. Awesome. You've done this. You've done this research. And I heard these other things. Typically, when I talk to buyers at this stage, it means, look, they're ready for a demo. They're ready to get other senior leaders involved to you know, potentially fast track this and make sure that they find the right solutions for themselves. Does that fit you? Yes, it does. Well, great. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set you up with a first, a quick intro call with Tyler on my team. Tyler's an expert at blah, 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 blah. So you're going to love that conversation. I'm going to catch him up. And then really quickly after, typically Tyler will want to probably set up a meeting with you. And you mentioned Linda is going to be the person who signs off. So probably in the next like four or five days, if you want to soft circle some times and send those over, that would be great. That's it. Imagine how much an AE will love you is if you set the first meeting and you say, just so you know what's going to happen next is companies that are like you that are ready and have, and have looked at solutions are probably going to want to move quicker. So once you two get a chance to meet, then most likely we're going to loop in Linda. Does that work for you, Jane? Boom. Two meetings booked in one. So again, we have to try to understand the level of intent, right? That no matter what, the handoff can be better no matter what. But if you don't, if you don't understand intent, you're missing an opportunity to push a deal faster. As opposed to saying, okay, I set up a meeting you, with you and so-and-so, then, then Tyler's got to do all the work. Why not just literally tell them, that, hey, once we have this quick get to know, then we'll usually loop in other people. Does that work for you? I'm telling you, you do those two things I just told you. You're going to have more more people show up. You're going to get that second or that third meeting with the end decision maker or the end users exponentially faster. And so for all of you that are trying to increase your number of qualified late stage meetings, 
it is stupid stuff like what I'm mentioning now that could be shooting you in the foot. That more and more people need to realize that handoff process sets the tone. Like Spencer put it in here. Spencer T. I usually get medic or banted to death. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of crazy to me that we continue to to follow a lot of these methodologies like they're the only you know show in town. So I hope all of you from this that SDR to to sales handoff understand intent. Where's this person at? If they say that they have done the research, make sure your SDRs are trained to say, typically, oh, then I'm going to introduce you to Tyler. You're going to be excited. He's the man. He knows everything, blah, blah, blah. And within the next two or three days, we'll probably want to loop in. You mentioned Linda would obviously sign off if this is something you're trying to move fast on. Boom. Tell me and go ahead. Tag your AE leader. Tag whoever. There's not a single person. There's not a single AE that would not be excited about this, that would not be excited about this type of handoff. So I want you all to think about that as a part of it. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review.